Do you want to know something we've all got in common? Here it is. We all want our home to be our happy place. Of course. Somewhere we actually look forward to coming home to. Why not make your home your happy place with Wayfair and become a happy new resident of the Waberhood? Wayfair welcomes all home decorating styles so they make it easy to find the perfect product for your home. No matter your taste, plus the Waberhood exists in every single zip code because Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love, no matter where they live. Wayfair is the go-to destination for everything home. And with plenty of styles to choose from, Wayfair also makes it easy. With fast and free shipping, they'll even help you set up what you get. To find your own happy place in the Waberhood, just visit Wayfair on their website or through the Wayfair mobile app. Wayfair, every style, every home. Food trends come and go, but there's one that never seems to go out of style. The classic chocolate chip cookie. Oh, my favorite. And famous Amos chocolate chip cookies are as classic as it gets, truly. They're made from the original recipe you know and love. I'm talking semi-sweet chocolate chips, a satisfying crunch. All together in a cookie you can't help but eat in one bite. It's everything classic in a cookie. Find famous Amos cookies anywhere you buy your favorite snacks. Hey, it's Andy Cohen here with this week's chapter of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. The high highs and low lows of my life as a daddy to two kids and dozens of housewives. Joining me as always is my co-host, John Hill. Hi, John. Hey. Well, John, this week we were off to a late start because of the holiday weekend, but man, we had a lot to talk about from our holiday break to me breaking down New Year's Eve on CNN. Of course, we talked about the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City finale. I responded to Jen Shah's shade from behind bars and a whole lot of hijinks with Ben and Lucy. Lucy really came alive over the holiday break. Oh, boy. This is Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. I am in Miami with the family and <laughs> kept saying to Ben all day yesterday, we're going to Miami, which he then was saying, so we're going to Urami because he uh, thinks Miami. it's mine. Yeah, yeah. And he's uh, like, look, daddy, we're in your Ami. I'm like, no, Ben, it's so Miami. Oh, Jordan's kid did that too. I'm like, it's Miami. He's like, your Ami. I'm like, it's no, our, babe. It's, it's our Ami. It's our Ami. And I have to say that one of the big things of the holiday, Lucy really has become a person she is a force to be reckoned with. She is, uh, she's so fun and funny and just, oh my God, she's doing all sorts of little hijinks and we we had a lot of fun. It was really the holiday of, it was the, it was the week of Lucy. So it looks really cute was, on, online. Yeah, it was, it was very, very good it was great had such a good time had such a good break we'll talk about that uh we will talk about that too uh in a bit uh new year's eve uh, what did you do on new year's eve john did you watch new any year's of our broadcast you know 
I wish I had caught it. I didn't catch any of it. It didn't work out timing-wise. I'm Last sure you've I been watching a, a lot of clips, darling. Um, I saw a couple of clips. I saw a Bridget Everett clip. I saw oh you guys my God. drinking a little bit. Uh, but I, I totally missed the broadcast. I was being present in the present moment with people in the present room that I was in. Good. Okay, uh, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. But um, I was wishing you well from Thank LA. you. Well, I have How was to it? Say, you got trashed? Did you embarrass yourself I, again? I didn't. No. Top to bottom. Okay. I, well, I don't think I Stop. embarrassed myself, but Jordan just looked over very quickly. Jordan, did you think I embarrassed myself no, I don't, on New no. Year's Eve? No, I don't think you embarrassed okay. yourself. There was the okay, one moment you, where there, there was the You think something... There was the one moment where there was the woman dancing, like one of the correspondents was dancing with a probably a gay, gay male, oh. and you had a little interaction that I was afraid was going to go downhill, but it was very funny and it was good. <laughs> oh, I thought it was funny. That was CNN oh, no, correspondent was Randy K dancing in Key West with a gay guy, and she was having so much fun. And they cut to Anderson and I, and we're like, "We've oh. seen this play out yeah. many times." And I said, he's strictly dickly. And I said, he ain't the guy. Um, but how long are you on TV for on this? Four know? and a half hours, babe. Uh, by okay. the way, I have to say someone that I work with at Bra and, and let me say, it was four and a half hours. It flew by for us, first of all. Second of oh. all, we had so much fun. Objectively, I have to say, seven years in that was just it was too much fun we 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 just had a That's ball great. i was weather excited. was good right the weather was good it was kind of deceptively cold but it was good it was in the it was like 39 degrees but you know when you're standing three stories high and it's breezy for four hours for five hours straight you know it's a little colder than you think but uh i uh <laughs> I was happier. I was happier for the viewers than I was for myself that we were able to drink because I know how much it meant to the viewers. I mean, <laughs> everywhere I went for the week leading up to this and online for the for all year, they're like, "Are they going to let you drink? Are they going to let you drink?" People were asking, and so. I was just happy for everyone else that we could drink. And of course, listen, well, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. It is amazing. And what are you drinking? Are you doing Mugen again? We're doing actual tequila, tequila shots. Tequila. And I have to say, it is amazing that I don't get more. Those were, we did four big tequila shots over the course of an, that seems like you would get. I mean, I got to tell you something. I drank a lot more tequila as the night went on. So yeah. Um, yeah. where did we go after? Many of you are asking. No one is asking. Uh, we went to get burgers at Corner Bistro after. We had good, clean, uh. fun. Nick Rizzo joined us, who was one of our, he's from Watch What Happens Live, as you guys probably know. And he uh, works on CNN New Year's Eve Live uh, with Zara Finley Shiraz. I hope I got her. I hope I got you Shiraz did. right. That's I think right. I did. That's right. Um, and uh, they've been working on the show for the last, I think, five years or more, maybe even, maybe the whole time. I don't know. The bottom line is this. We had a lot of fun. And then I went home and I was so wired. It was 1.30 that I just kept the party going solo. 
You know, you could have gone on Grinder and you could have been like, "Why don't you? Anybody want to watch two balls drop?" You could have really gone heavy on. The, I know uh, I could have, but it would be too yeah. desperate and pathetic. The well, the that's queen right who was alley. like the queen. <laughs> thanks, the queen who was like uh, Andy Cohen like hit me up right after he got off the air. I mean, listen. Anyway, time clock's ticking. Strike while the iron while the ball. I know dropping. it's true. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, and I'm not to say I didn't go on Grinder at some point. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I, I do want to just talk about New Year's Eve a little bit. I had so much fun with Anderson. As I said, Amy Sedaris was hysterical. I was really worried about her getting to Times Square because there were all these protesters who were blocking things off. They had shut down 8th Avenue. Uh, and they send some off-duty cops to pick Anderson and I up, and they get us right through all the mess. But I was worried about Amy getting there, but she got there right on time. She was uh, she was so fun. That was great. Bridget Everett, John, you saw her serenading Anderson, right? Yeah, I saw a little bit of this. And she was like, she was like, uh, I want to sing a song I wrote. I'm like, did you write it? She's like. Well, I mean, One Direction wrote the song. She sang a One Direction song to him. Um, that was so funny. Matt Rogers and Bo and Yang were on the riser with us. That was really great. And I have to tell y'all, the John Mayer thing just oh, keeps yeah, I going a bit of this too. on and on and on. I mean, this is the viral clip of... I think the year so far, uh, it's only been four days, and now the Housewives of Salt Lake City has yeah. probably replaced it. But, uh, but, but check it out. Is always good for a meme. I mean, John joined us from a cat cafe, and jo and I told Anderson ten times, John is going to be at a cat cafe. John's going to be at a cat cafe. I guess I know we have audio of it, but the video is so much funnier that. I just would rather people watch the video. It's up on my Instagram. It's on YouTube. It's amazing. The The visual of John at a bar with all these cat butts in his face, it was real funny. It was real funny. Uh, and Anderson, of course, was absolutely in a puddle of giggles. What is it about that guy and a puddle of giggles that just makes people... So happy. I, it's probably because 363 days a year, he yeah, is a, a human just, icicle. Exa exactly. Yes. And then, uh, and then one night a year, you just get him, you know, in a puddle. But he and I had a few asides as the, as the night went on that people had, people posted at Twitter that I forgot about. That when I saw them, I was like, "Oh, this is this is funny. This is funny." Uh, so I'm I'm glad he and I just had a good. It was it's almost as though we were not on television, um, for better or for worse. I should right. add, for better or for worse. Uh, I have to say, I heard from someone that I've worked with for many years at Bravo, who I love and respect, who's so amazing, who texted me yesterday, and she was texting about my money fraud uh which uh we can get into later or tomorrow if we don't have time today but uh she um 
her comment about New Year, she said, well, how, you know, did you get your money back? Whatever. And and then she said, oh, and I saw you, a big chunk of you on New Year's Eve. Uh, you looked really warm and seemed fine. And, I'm, and I text her back and go, that's your comment about New Year's Eve? Like, that I looked warm? Like, well, is, is that something? Like, if you went to see someone after they were in a play, for 40 okay. hours and you said and i know it's different acting in a play than hosting new year's eve i'm not equating the two but i'm just saying no, it's not easy to stand thought. and talk for five hours so is that what you would say to someone like oh you looked warm no th- this is an opportunity to to maybe tell people i think people have a hard time maybe they don't think they need to fawn or say flattering things so they they kind of taper it back like after my shows a lot of people will be like well, you had a great turnout. <laughs> right. Or, Thank um, you. Yeah. I mean, like, like what? Uh, and, and, but you know, like, they will have posted something really sweet or something. So you know they liked it, you know? Or they'll say, you know, it's not a right. question of whether they liked it. They, but I think people don't want to be a kiss ass or something. So they won't. Uh, yeah. It, the thing to do is just be like, great show. Just say, great job. Just say that once. Right. I, I don't it's, know. It's, it's not, it's not, you fake. looked it's just warm. You looked warm. But I think that person probably assumes that you know they thought you were great. But just a word to everyone who ever sees any show or anything I like that. Just always so. tell the person, like, great job. Because you're out there working, you know? Right. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. Got ratings from CNN today. They were great. Um, waved. There's there's a video going around of me trying to get Jelly Roll's attention. Uh, Jelly Roll was on the Seacrest stage. He, if you listen closely to the show, was, um, was I met him at Jingle Ball and his wife and he are big Bravo fans. And then I got so excited seeing him on the Seacrest stage and I was waving at him trying to get his attention and he wouldn't wait. He didn't hear me. And Anderson's like, this is pathetic. Like you're That's making a fool yeah. of yourself. This is terrible. We came back from the break and we were supposed to do the in memoriam package. And Anderson was like, Andy just made such a fool of himself. Da 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 da. And then we're laughing and I'm looking at the prompter. I'm like, oh, great. Now we got to remember the dead. This is the wrong time. Did wave at Ryan Seacrest, saw him. All was clean and good. He looked good. We didn't, there's no feuds this year. Nice. That's with him, yes, that's a good feeling. We got out real, real clean with that. A clean um, wipe. A clean wipe with Ryan of the new year. So last night's Salt Lake City finale was riveting. John, what'd you think? Uh, I um, I'm leveled. You know, I, I really, yeah, we throw around the word gagged a lot as homosexuals, but I am literally gagged. I am beyond gagged. Like it's giving Fox in the hen house, you know, it's like these, I mean, for those people who didn't watch, no, you know, I'm sure it's been spoiled a little bit, but in the end of the episode, we find out that Monica, it sounds like was part of or the main person or at least involved in somewhat of running this troll account called 
Reality Von Teese, which has been yes. bullying and trolling the women of Salt Lake City for at least four years. I looked at the right. account. It stopped posting in August. Um, what happens is... Heather, all the storytelling in the episode is amazing. And for the the tracking of the story for the past few weeks has been great. You know, there was a moment on the beach when Monica says, um, you guys are, I would do that. You guys are trolling. I would do that. And you can see it in Heather's face. Like, no, you would not, you know, you're not, she basically says like, oh, I'm the kind of person that would do this or that. Um, and she kind of has a hint, hint of it, Heather. Then Heather says that her hairstylist, Tanisha, came clean. Uh, I want to hear from Tanisha. I hope you at some point maybe, you know, where's Tanisha and all this? But Tanisha kind of comes clean with Heather and says, uh, Monica is reality Von Teese. Now, it, it doesn't sound like to people who haven't been watching it, like it might be that dramatic. But this wasn't even... It was so out of the blue. She like it was. Hit it it was, like she was out posing. of the blue. She was and, it's like and, she was and I have to say, one of the things that's so great about this um, is that no one leaked it, and everyone was. Everyone so was, finds was, out. Well, and hold then on. How does she? I, well, I just want to make the point that everybody was wondering what the big reveal in this episode was, and. They were thinking it was that Heather sued uh, Monica for not paying her bills at Beauty Lab, allegedly, or whatever. So the fact that this was kept a secret, it really was such a satisfying viewing experience. And I will say, before the reunion started... We were, I was sitting there with all the women, and I said, look, you've all seen the finale. We have a lot to say about it, but you guys, this hasn't leaked Keep it quiet. It's going to be great for the fans to be able to watch this without having heard of it. And I shout out all of the women of Salt Lake City for keeping their mouths shut and all of the glam teams and the producers always keep Mm. their mouths shut. But no one leaked this. And how much more? And, you know, there's a lot of Bravo fan accounts that kind of feed on spoilers and they want to yeah. blast them out. How much more fun was yeah. it that no one had spoiled this finale and everyone was able to watch this be revealed on the show? I was saying this, Miss Sisters. I was, I was horrified by Scandal but deep down, not shocked. I was shocked because this is something you'd never imagine. And you're right. I was saying, when you see Heather find out on the show, she gets a phone call from Tanisha and I would never have had the wherewithal. I would have ran to her room and been like, listen, what the fuck? But she had the wherewithal to calmly speak to the other ladies that she knew, not Angie, but the four, Right. And then say, okay, which was quite an impactful scene. It was on the beach. And then to say, like, here's how we're going to methodically go about this information. It was really inspiring, actually, because it's uh, it was a lesson in not to be hot headed, you know, and the way the way they processed it was so it was riveting to watch instead of just running to her room immediately, grabbing the cameras, everyone freaking out. And it would have been a blow up and messy. But it, the fact that you had to sit through that dinner and with the little dolls and the I, I didn't know what was coming because in my head I was like, oh, this seems like set up. But the way the flashbacks happened to the scene on the beach, it was the storytelling. Yeah. 
It was incredible. The the team incredible. at Shed Media yeah. deserve all the flowers because the storytelling and the editing, I mean, it was... Yeah. I was ready to hate was, on it. I was like, this is dumb. And the way it played out was so brilliant and perfect, but also really touching because at the end, the way... It, it's not leading up to this mean chaos it's leading up to heather's talk about what kind of women we are and we're the type of women who have each other's backs all through whatever shit comes up that's what i really appreciated it's one thing to go for the mean spirited drama and like and it leaves everyone feeling toxic but if you focus on what they were really building a crescendo to in that episode it was the lesson and the reveal of this isn't how we do it like we are not trolls here. There's a line that I just was blown away. Yeah. Um. Well, John, read what Jen Shaw posted last night from prison. <laughs> okay. Which begs like a lot of questions. Times. Which begs a lot of questions. How you posting from prison? But anyway. Well, can I, I want to set the scene a little bit more in Heather's reveal at the end she's like we're the type of women who we're ride or die no matter what and even you can see the scene on the beach that's what it looks like when women are actually finding out stuff for the first time anybody who ever says this stuff is staged or scripted like watch that scene they truly didn't know what was coming and it looks the same as every other like i don't know i just love the episode but heather then says i even had to do a book tour for Jen Shaw. Like even when all the things were going on, I even, I lied about um, that she gave me a black guy. And this is the first time we are hearing yes. that. Cause that was, that also yes. came out and no one knew and people really hated on Heather and they're like, that was the fakest thing. And that's right. obviously a setup just to get drama. Um, anyway, she reveals that at the dinner and then Jen Shaw posts from prison. This is what she This is what she said in her post. Bravo, all caps. If I punched Heather in the eye, you guys would have had you guys would have footage to prove it. It's clear the show can't live without me because I was brought up at the beginning, middle and end of season four. Now she turns to you, Andy. Andy is still butthurt that I turned down his one on one interview. Why would you sit down with someone who, quote unquote, gave another cast member a black eye? Next story. And then an emoji of herself yawning. Or blowing a kiss, unclear. Okay, all right. So, wouldn't you? As sit down someone, with someone if- <laughs> well, as someone who was just the victim of an online and phone scam where I lost a lot of money, this message comes at an interesting time. So let me just say that I just need to predicate that I'm a current victim of fraud which is what she is in jail for. I'm not connecting her to what I'm, I'm not saying that she's responsible for it, but I'm just saying it's ironic. But it's a hateful thing she was involved in. Yes. So I just have to point that out. Let me point out, I don't want to be Captain Obvious here, but if we had footage Don't you think we would have aired it? Do you think we wouldn't have said, Heather, Heather saying, I don't know how I got the black eye. And then don't you think we would have cut to the footage and with a Chiron that said four hours earlier, pop, 
Yeah. You know, graphic content so warning. That's that's first of all, that's quite obvious. Second of all, I, I had forgotten about the one-on-one with Jen. She is right. I did want to do a one-on-one with her. Naturally. I don't care about it anymore. I'm over it. Her stipulations were right. insane. She yeah. wanted, a, she in exchange for this, I th- I'm trying to remember the specifics. I know she wanted us to do a docu-series of her days <laughs> leading up to jail <laughs> She wanted a lot of money and she was still professing her innocence. So it would have been another interview of her sitting across from me lying to my face, which we got at two reunions from her where. So so that's that's that. That's my response to that. I don't care about the one on one. I'm over it. And we would have shown the footage if there was footage. So there you go. Um, and the, the Jen Shaw of it all, the reason why it plays into maybe she was mentioned the beginning, middle and end of all this is because Monica's entire troll scam, fraudulent poser, yes. um, reveal is because her, the, she was hiding behind. If I was involved in reality, Von Teese, it's because I was just trying to take Jen Shaw. Well, down. that's and that comes but, up again. And by the way, <laughs> you know, just, just some words to the to the prison. Your, your name comes up again at the reunion. So buckle up. Back with more from this week's Daddy Diaries after this. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play at Walt Disney World Resort. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispy, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, Eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes. Thursday, January 4th, 2024. I was a victim of fraud, uh, first online and then on the phone. And, you know, I was wondering during the break if I should have been so kind of, I was like, am I now putting myself more at risk by saying everything that happened to me? Like, am I now more of a target? 
I have to say this experience has caused me to, I trust no one. Every time someone from the bank calls me to discuss this and I'm on the phone with them nonstop, uh, I'm like, can I call you back? I, I just don't, I, I, it has really impeded my trust, but also probably mm-hmm. made me smarter, hopefully. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I have been- I'm glad you talked about it. I'm glad you talked about it. I lost I lost a chunk of money that was wired out of my accounts and these fraudsters on the phone had me as I was on the phone they had access to my account they kept saying okay we're sending you another code tell us the code what those codes were they were they were organizing wire transfers from my account and chase I guess I said those the name confirmation. That's codes. okay. Those yeah, were, Chase was were. sending codes to me saying, "Okay, get, they have all these safeguards." Yeah. So again, if someone on the phone is like, "Okay, give us this code. Give us this code that you're getting. Don't give it to them. Just go to your bank, guys. Go to your bank. Don't give someone codes over the phone." Then they had me punch in numbers on my phone which transferred my calls unwittingly to them so then when chase called to say are you transferring this money they said yes so anyway the bottom line is i have gotten the nypd involved cyber detectives are involved i spent 90 minutes with two detectives at my home uh last friday they're they really we're really breaking it down and they're helping me i'm really trying to catch these people i'm i want to catch these crooks who did this to me because if they're doing it to me they're doing it to so many other people and it's fascinating seeing how it's done um and i have to say chase has been very calm and kind with me and I've spent a lot of time over there and I've been in business with them for a very long time and this has taught me a big lesson and John was just saying to me before the show that he's kind of surprised by how measured I'm being about all of this it would have been easy to lose your shit more and I I have to say you know John and I lost a friend last year to glioblastoma, which is a just absolute, a literal killer, uh, but it's just a metaphorical killer in terms of um, something to happen to someone, and uh, and I think that really put things in perspective. Just health is the most important thing, and also I happen to be blessed. I have a, I have jobs, and I. I, you know, I'm okay, but I think that when it's not something with our health, it is a lesson for all of us to be like, okay, well, we have our health because our health is the most precious thing that we have. So yada, yada, yada. When we last were on the air, uh, I was having a week of fun Christmas holiday dinners and my last dinner of that week was I took my ex to uh, the polo bar for dinner. Oh, that's the best. It was so fun. It was so festive. Now, 
the guy at the table next to us, my ex was convinced was Jason Bateman all night. And he's like, look, it's look, that's Jason Bateman. I recognize his voice anywhere. I listen to Smartless. And the whole time, and I go, is that? I was like, he looks kind of older than Jason Bateman. I go, Google Jason Bateman. He showed me his picture. I was like, I don't know. He looks older. Okay, well. Wow, it's Jason Bateman. And I waved at him, and then we got in a conversation with the table next to us, and it was all thing. And I was like, oh, Jason Bateman and I are buddies. And and then he and then he came over and talked to us when he was leaving. And I was like, is that Jason Bateman? And then it turned out to be this guy Robert from Shark Tank. He's one oh, of the Robert Sharks. Jordan. What is that? Wow. What's his name? Robert Hersevic? Yeah, Robert Hersevic, who looks nothing yeah. like Thank you. I can, I can see it. In the dark polo lounge, it's also the same place you didn't recognize Pamela Anderson, obviously. Well, she had no makeup on. Contact. She well, had no Robert makeup Hersevic on. Loves, uh, he loves a face full of beat. He could be on Drag Race UK. I know. I know. Beautiful eyes anyway, that Robert It was crazy. I was like... And then, I, I mean, we carried on about this the entire... And then I was like, wow, I mean, I really have been talking to this Robert from Shark Tank for like... I was By the way, I've never seen Shark Tank. I know who Barbara Corcoran is. What? Uh, I was Shark like, Tank's I've never seen... I know. Anyway, I was like, oh my God. I was like, this Robert, I mean, we're like best buddies. I was like, oh, see you later. Happy holidays. Oh, my man. How me and Jelly Roll, me and Robert. I don't remember. I think that, I think when he was standing right at the table, I was like, mm, I was kicking him, my my guy. And I was like, I don't think. Anyway, I need a boyfriend too. Jeez. We had, we had a really nice holiday though. The kids were so great. They were in such great form. They were so happy. They were so fun. They were so fun to be around. We went out to the Hamptons for like four days and just, it was just great. It was great being with them. They were sweet. Lucy was so funny and just giving kisses and it was, it was wonderful. Ben was telling everyone that we are Jewish and we don't celebrate Christmas and Santa is not coming to our house. Um, so I was, I felt very great about that. Um, I took them shopping in Amagansett one day and I was, I try, I guess I, we were in several stores and every time I went in the dressing room, I was like, Ben, come in the dressing room. Tell me if this how this shirt looks. And I'm changing every time. He's like, I would take my shirt off. Ben screamed in the store. <laughs> Andy Cohen is naked in here. Andy Cohen is naked in here. I'm like, Ben chill out like this is and then of course i'm screaming i'm not naked i'm not naked like he's like maybe yes that's you, how are. you are find you're a naked. boyfriend maybe maybe he that is how you'll find him maybe man. i don't know just take him I do not to be your know. wingman around yeah i as guess you, as you streak mm-hmm. 
That's all for this week's edition of Andy Cohen's Daddy Diaries podcast. To hear every minute of my Kiki with John, plus interviews, news, and more, you can listen to my SiriusXM channel, Radio Andy, anytime on the SiriusXM app. We'll see you right back here with more Daddy Diaries next week. Radio Andy, always unpredictable, a SiriusXM podcast. Go spread the word. When you get a fresh, hot McCrispie from McDonald's and you can feel the heat coming through the bag, don't try to wait till you get home. Always respect hot chicken. The McCrispie, only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.